Now, I have one of these questions that always comes about when I think about marketing. And when I talk to people who aren't in the marketing field, what is marketing and how can you explain it to people who have no idea where to take their business when they've already tried like a few things here and there? Yeah. So the definition of marketing I love is from John Jantz over at Duct Tape Marketing. So marketing is getting someone who has a need or a problem you can solve to know, like, and trust you. That's it, mm. right? So marketing is getting someone who has a need or a problem you can solve to know, like, and trust you. That's it. Every marketing activity that we take should be doing something to help people know, like, and trust us, right? Because until those three things are in place, they're not going to want to move forward and work with us. And then from there, it's if marketing is doing its job, then as leads come in and they transition to sales, those sales conversations are warm. They already know, like, and trust us. It's a much, much easier conversation. It's very easy to overcomplicate marketing because there's so many right. different moving parts. A lot of people feel like, oh, I've got to be here and I've got to be there. I've got to be doing all of these things. No, you don't. There are people that have built very successful businesses on you know, two or three different marketing channels. And, See, and that's totally okay. I'm guilty of that, to be honest, personally. It's like, let's take this podcast. When I was starting out three years ago, I thought I had to market it. So it wasn't what it is today, but I thought I had to market it. So I was all over the place. I was on social media, doing some podcast appearances and whatnot. And I realized that I got lost along the way because I was now spending way more time doing promo and not enough time building my own show and getting better at it. So how do you juggle between that and how do you handle these types of challenges? Yeah, I think one of the key things helps reduce or eliminate what you just described is having a written plan. When you have a plan, you know what your priorities are, right? And when you know what your priorities are, you have clarity. And when we have clarity, what happens to our stress? Our stress goes way down because we know exactly what actions we need to focus on. The other thing is when you have a plan, it helps eliminate a lot of that information overload that I mentioned in the beginning. There's too much noise out there. And if you don't have a plan that outlines your, what, what your priorities are, it's very easy to be like a squirrel chasing a nut, you know? And so when some guru says, hey, you know, TK, you gotta be on TikTok. Man, if you don't have a plan, it's easy to just go down that path. Exactly. And have these fits and, and starts. But if you have a plan, you know what you need to do and you can focus on those and you can have the discipline to say, you know what? I'm not saying no on TikTok. I'm just saying no for right now. What are the keys to making a good plan in that sense? So we can go down another path here. Here's how I look at marketing planning. I look at it in short-term sprints, 90 days. Okay. okay. Again, I like to keep things as simple as possible because when we complicate things, it gets in the way of us getting results. You know, when the pandemic started, if you had a year long marketing plan, what happened to that thing? I mean, most of them right. got burned. Right. Year long plans, they become too complex and they're too far out. The market is changing quickly. Our businesses right. are changing quickly. Nobody creates a year long plan for anything, whether it's marketing or anything else and gets to the end of the year and the plan is the same as it was when, it's, when they started. So if that's the case, why the hell do we take the time to do it? 90 days is long enough to start seeing whether you're gaining traction, but it's a short enough period of time where it keeps things simple. It can make course corrections along the way. And it's those small course corrections 
continually optimizing what you're doing that lead to incremental results over time. So when I look at planning, a 90-day plan has six elements. This is really tactical for, for your audience. So one is who are your ideal clients, right? Like at a minimum, I just want a paragraph of your one to three ideal clients that you intend to work with. Because you got to keep top of mind who you intend to attract. The second thing is you need to know what your goal is. What's my goal for the next 90 days? Do I intend to bring on five new clients or do I intend to bring in a certain amount of revenue? Whatever it is, it needs to be specific, measurable, and it's typically it's going to be that next step that's going to help me get closer to my longer term goals. Third thing I need to understand is my budget and my resources. This gives us an idea of how much we can bite off, right? Do I have $500 a month or do I have $50,000 a month to invest? And do I have a team of people or is it just me, right? And not only with that team of people or with me, what are my capabilities? If I need to be on LinkedIn and I don't know the first thing about LinkedIn, well, then I'm probably not the right person to be doing that. I either need to hire somebody to do it or, or I need to level up my skill set, right? So we're just trying to make sure that we've got the right people in the right seats and that we know how much money we have to invest so that we don't take on too much in our plan or we don't take on too little. If you take on too little, then you're not going to get as results as quickly as you should, right? Right. So three more things in this plan. The fourth thing is where are you starting from? You can't outline a plan to get where you want to go until you know where you start. It's like your GPS on your phone can't tell you how to get to the airport until you say where you're starting from. Same thing here. What do I have in place from a marketing perspective and what do I continue to do? Then the fifth step is looking at, okay, what are my priorities for the next 90 days? What am I going to focus on to get where I want to go? And then the last thing we need to keep top of mind are the metrics. What metrics are we going to track that are going to help us understand whether the actions we're taking are working or not? People don't know whether marketing is working or not because they're either not tracking any metrics or they haven't identified the right metrics to track. So those six steps, I'm sure you probably have questions and we can dig deeper on any of the ones that you have. Hey, you've reached the end of this clip. Congratulations. Jokes aside, please take a moment to follow, review, or share it with your audience. It literally costs you nothing, but it would mean the world to me. Thank you in advance for your support. I truly appreciate it. And until next time, peace.